What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 78 of the Half Gen Podcast, the now technically third episode of our Game of the Year. It's the most wonderful game of the year. Isn't it, though? I am, it is. I am joined once again by Ross and Nat. Guys, welcome back. Oh, hello, yeah. hello, hello, hello. Happy to be back once again to Duel. Duel. Yeah, so uh, hopefully you guys have had a chance to listen to our last podcast. Apologies for the formatting. It was a thing where, you know, we were talking, 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 and then it was two hours later, and it was like, well, I'm not going to derail this conversation. Uh, but this time I will, because that was a pain in the ass to edit for more reasons than one. So we're back at it. We're gonna we're gonna try and bang out a couple more categories. We're gonna get right into it. Yeah, uh, bringing best, content for the ears. Yes, like the best add-on content for their ears, of exactly. which this year had a few that were a few that were worth noting from games that we played. Um, full disclosure: when we created this category, neither Ross or I thought it would end up this way, but we had four, a whopping four. <laughs> Yeah, the Spider-Man DLC is not on here because I have not played it, even though I plan to. I have not played it either. I heard it was all right. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear amazing things about it. I heard it. mixed things. Not not amazing like Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great mm-hmm. game. Amazing Spider-Man is yeah. my joke I yep. was making. Yep, and we have four nominees. Warmind, Destiny 2, <laughs> Next, No Man's Sky, Forsaken, Destiny 2, Rise and Fall, Civilization 6. I technically have two of the four DLC on here, and I would think it would be of no surprise to anyone which are the two I own. (laughs) It's Nat's Game of the Year, Destiny 2. So, Rise and Fall is fun, but it does, like... Rise and Fall is weird for Civ 6, because Civ 6 feels like kind of like an unfinished Civ 5. Mm-hmm. And then they added Rise and Fall, and it just adds mechanics that don't really add to the game. It's just, it's busy work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I bought Civ Six with the full intention of playing with Chris. I never got a chance to play with Chris, so I have no point of reference on this. Yeah, we bought Rise and Fall during the holidays, and we played it, and one, we kept having crashes during online play, which was a shame, because that's how we play. We all play together. Um, but it's just this mechanic, all it really, like, it adds a couple sieves, it adds some stuff on the map, but all it really does is it adds a new mechanic to the, uh, Golden Age. So you get these, you get, like, it's basically, it gives you an objective. You start, and it's like, hey, so your next age is going to be a dark age, unless you get 12 of these crazy, like, global influence points. I don't remember exactly what they're called. And you get them by, like, discovering tribal villages and things like that. Uh, or meeting new civilizations. So, like, the first time, the first one, when we changed to a new era, which, like, once, like, I think half the world changes to a new era, it tells you, like, in eight turns, the world era will change. And I got a golden age. But then on the next one, I was kind of isolated. So I didn't have a lot of things that I could go out and discover and get. So I ended up in a dark age, the next one. And it's just, like, it feels like it's a mechanic that is... I didn't struggle in my dark age. It just kind of dimmed my screen. And I was just like, whatever. All right. It's a mechanic that seems so inconsequential that I would turn it off if I could. Okay. So it, it, it sounds like this so is not going to win this category. No, but I just wanted to explain why, you know, why. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to just throw stuff away. Um, Nat, do you want to talk about, uh, did you play any of next? Nope. Oh, okay. I technically have it, but I didn't play it. It's still No Man's Sky, but now you can play it with people. It was very fun at first, and then I stopped playing it. And just like before with No Man's Sky, I feel satisfied. Okay, then. The, the problem with No Man's Sky inherently, which I assume carries over to the DLC, is while it is a cool, it's cool to play for 15 minutes until you realize there's nothing to do. I guess cool to look at everything, but there's literally nothing yeah, to do in that like, game. Playing it again just reestablished that, like, I guess, like, the problems with No Man's Sky go beyond the problems with No Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah. There's just something that doesn't click, mm-hmm. um, which is a shame because I was real excited for that game when it came out. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, the next two, Warmind is not going to win this category. It was it was the better of the two year one DLCs, um, but one hundred percent this is a category won by Destiny Two Forsaken because Forsaken is genuinely excellent and it is the best that Destiny has ever been. Yes, I I agree one hundred percent. And how can it not? You know, how can the DLC that makes the best game? or makes its game the best game it's ever been, not win. Yeah, I agree. I, I Forsaken wins this category for sure. We did it, boys. One down. One down. Nat, Nat, Nat will begrudgingly, I assume, agree. I mean, yes, I have not played any of these, so technically I have no horse in the race. There we go. Okay, Forsaken wins. All right, wins. so Forsaken it is. Nat voted for Destiny 2. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest letdown. That's, I think mm. this is an easy one, too. Yeah, there's, well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Come, come We're on all going to have our personal things, but there's one very, like, uh, yeah. The, the, I, I feel like we're all on the same page. Just to run down the nominees uh, Vermintide 2, it's not a bad game. It just didn't grab me at all. Uh, Dark Souls Remastered, I have my reasons. New Gundam Breaker, bad game. Madden 19, bad game. Onrush, disappointing game. Death Gambit, disappointing. Fallout 76. Hey, I feel like nylon that's the winner. I did not oh, buy any of these games. Here. You weren't here for all of our talking about that damn bag saga. Oh, man. Anyway. Oh, the bag being canvas to nylon. I've seen that on Reddit. I know, but we, we had fun talking about that on the podcast for like three weeks. That's fun is a subjective word. But yeah, I think Fallout 76 wins this category. The question is, what's the runner up? Yeah, so let's do that. Um, so like Vermintide, I only put on here because it's not a bad game. It's just like it didn't grab me. It was like inoffensive. I wanted it to. Yeah, it, it was just middling. I feel like New Gundam Breaker was a huge letdown, but I don't feel like that was like a universe. I wonder yes, if I, I think put, I, I think overall I would put Madden or Dark Souls. Can you just give it to Fallout twice? Because like. <laughs> Um, like, my thing is, like, I had no expectations for any of these games. Like, New Fallout, my expectations was high, but then as soon as they described it, I was like, that's everything Fallout shouldn't be. And yeah. anybody who, like, was like, oh, it's going to be great, I was like, you clearly don't, don't play enough Fallout to realize why that game is going like to be. It. I know a lot of people who like it, and that's fine, it's, you know, but... I, I think, like disclaimer, I have not played any of these games. Mm-hmm. Or, I, I have played Vermintide too. Um, but with, from what everyone has said about Madden, I feel like, like Madden has had down years in the past, but they've never this been This is the awful. worst, arguably the worst Madden I've ever played. Yeah, I think. And I've been playing since 06. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, once I even started hearing about it, I didn't even pick up the game. And I've been playing Madden since Madden 64. I'm this like, is the first year that Ross believed me when I said it was the game and not me. Yeah, it's the first year it was true. <laughs> it's been true in the past. I have evidence. But this year, this was not like me just like clinging to stro- to straws. It was like, no, this year's legit. Everybody thinks that. So yeah. Madden was runner the up. popular opinion. Yeah, I think I think Madden's a runner-up yeah. in this category. Uh, can, I, can I add a quick caveat to this subject? I don't sure. think us these t- games winning their title means they're bad games per se they just That's mean they had down. expectations and they didn't live up to their expectations yeah exactly yeah. That's why I'm we saying. i think last year we had worst game and we got we got away from yeah that, we got rid I of think. it yeah so biggest cool. letdown i just want to know give people that, yes, if you enjoy these games and failed to meet we're not them. telling you not to enjoy these games we're just saying hey there was a certain expectations for these games that may be from prior games or like you know or just is built up and they're not, you know, they didn't live up to our expectations. Yeah, so... Full, full but, disclosure with Dark Souls. Dark Souls Remastered is not a bad game. Dark Souls was just maybe always a bad game. <laughs> or its design has become it's antiquated. It's rough. It's rough. Um, it, was, it had its time and that time has passed. <laughs> so Fallout 76 wins this category, Madden 19. Runner up. Next category. Suck it, Madden. Uh, the opposite. Biggest surprise. Um, God of War. No Man's Sky next. Octopath Traveler, Marvel Spider-Man, Darksiders 3, Valkyria Chronicles 4, Into the Breach, Hitman 2, and Forza Horizon 4. 
All right, listen, this might be one of the most stacked categories we have it's, throughout this. It's very good category. Guys, so, yeah. like, there are a lot of games on here that are really good. Mm-hmm. But can I eliminate three that Ooh. I don't think are surprises that they were good at all? Yeah, I, th- I kind of feel, I think I know where you're going. Yeah. What do you got? As you say, God of War, yep. Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man can be a surprise, but, and Forza, I feel like they fulfilled exactly what was, like, required of them even exceeded but like they've all been great games and like not except for spider-man been great games in the past and i don't think they should so listen i'll give you spider-man and i'll give you forza but god of war stays for now okay i mean that's fine because listen nobody nobody expected god of war to be as good as it is nobody was expecting god of war to change the game you know, what I'm saying like is every game. other game in here is like on the line of this could just be a bad game. Yeah, and like the only reason I threw Forza on there was because Forza, like it, it was just a, such a huge improvement over three. Like it just mm-hmm. felt like such a like Forza Horizon. I had four three, is, and I think the best racing game of this generation. I had three. I don't have worth. four yet. I have I had three, and four I I just three just didn't excellent. grab me, even though I like games like that i just and then we were bumping spider-man as well yes okay so we knocked two out i'm gonna so i threw no man's sky next on here because let's be real i don't think anybody thought no man's sky would be relevant ever again and next has turned that game's reputation around in a big way Mm -hmm. do we think it wins no no i don't think it competes with Per se, I think especially it's, it's, it's three of the games on here. Valid. Its appearance on this list is valid. It's valid to be nominated. I think yes. that's its win. Is you did good. You got nominated, but you're you not. You got winning. nominated for a positive award. Way to go, yes. No Man's Sky. It <laughs> yeah. only took you what three years. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's not from the same cloth as some of the other games yeah. in this. Um, yeah. Valkyria Chronicles Four is really on here for me, just because like. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they could still make a good one of those. And to be honest, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I just can't support you in it from not knowing enough about it. No, so I, I really I wish I, I could. Again, I don't think it wins. I just want to acknowledge that Valkyria Chronicles 4 is awesome. Hats off to that. Hey, man, Thank that's on Random Recognition God. and Favorite Games 2018. Has no place in this category. Wait, is it on Random Recognition? Uh, no, but the way you're talking about it, it sounds like that's where it should be. No, no, biggest surprise. Listen, did you expect you you saw the last Valkyria game they made? Did you really think four was going to be good? Yeah, I did. Face value, you did. I did. Yes. I, I'll be honest, I did too. But like, come on, <laughs> <laughs> take it, take it off. No, okay. it's on other categories. <laughs> okay. Um, um I, I'm gonna into- take oh. I, I'm gonna take Traveler off. Um, I liked that game a lot, but I think that the story was very underwhelming, and I think. I it was as good as I expected it to be, which was a very good game, but not all there. Uh, okay, I'm really happy you said that, and I didn't say it. I didn't want you to hate me like <laughs> me not liking uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two because I do not like Octopath Traveler, even though I I don't hate it. It's just I definitely don't yeah. like the story. It didn't grab me as much as uh, the previous game from that studio. Yeah, I liked playing the game a lot, but in a JRPG, I want a good story, and that game did not have one. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're, we're going to attack this a different way, all right? Cool. We're going to look at these last three games. Four. In a vacuum. Three. We're ignoring God of War for now. Okay. We're going to take these last three in a vacuum real quick, and then we're going to, whatever one is remaining, we're going to compare that to God of War. <laughs> okay. Because I feel like God of War deserves, at the very least, runner-up in this category, because that game is wow. Um, did we expect the follow-up to FTL? To be as good as Into the Breach. I mean, I had no reason to think otherwise. To be okay. honest, well, it's that's a, like weird question because it's like, what did you expect for a follow up for FTL? I honestly didn't. That's expect the thing is, I, I I didn't expect anything, but the fact that it was so different from FTL and yet so like I expected a quality game. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't. Ex- I didn't so expect. So we don't. Like, so we know, don't so, think. It, so it does not win this i don't i don't, I don't think, think so. so okay um i'm willing to potentially take a bullet here darksiders 3 did anybody expect to play darksiders 3 ever no no yeah did but i've heard nothing but good things from good? it. good i mean 
I don't think any of the other games are bad, so... No, but I'm just but saying, like... Everything around THQ dissolving and everything, like, I didn't expect them to ever be another game, to be yeah, completely and honest. I, let alone be good. Like, Darksiders 3 is a good game. I mean, like, with these last two, three games, I am perfectly fine with any of these games winning. Mm-hmm. But right. so, I, so, I just didn't have any, like... So let's look at it that. this way, then. Hitman 2. I mean, going back and playing Hitman 1 and seeing all the debacle from Hitman 1 being put out by Square and them fucking that game up, making it episodic and it really stripping down the experience to like the level of details in the maps for 2 and just what you can do in that game, I did not expect it to be that good. I didn't expect to buy it, to be honest. Like, I'm probably going to buy it on PC again because I want to play it, like, All right, so now let, let's, let's look at it this way. If you were going to put one of these games against God of War, do you think one of them beats God of War or both of them beats God of War? I think I can make a better argument for Hitman beating God of War as a surprise than Darks than Darksiders just because... I think Darksiders is like, still a much bigger surprise than Hitman. Like, Hitman... I mean, I think just, people expected Hitman 2 to be good because Hitman 1 was so good. Well, this is what I was saying about Into the Breach is the surprise relative to the game being good. Because if we're making that argument, then I can make a better argument for Hitman. If we're, the surprise is the game even exists, then the <laughs> so well, then it's, it's more on Darksiders. It, 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 it's a combination. I think it's one thing to be a surprise and be good. Like, the way I look at it, like, my top two in this category would be God of War and Darksiders. Mm-hmm. God of War wins just because I didn't expect God of War to make me feel things. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not expect that game to be, like, so, like, ingrained. Like, I vividly remember so much of that game. As much as I said, like, you know, the environment kind of fades away and whatever. Like, I remember so many moments from that game. Like... Mm-hmm. That game is brilliant on a level so few games achieve. And compared to previous God of War, it has like the the you know, it has the skeleton of God of War, but at the same time it builds this incredible new foundation that the other games could never hope to achieve. And then Maybe. in terms of Darksiders 3, it's the combination of yes, it's actually a thing, and then not only that, it's actually a good thing. Because nobody ever expected to play a Darksiders 3, let alone have it be good. Like, I don't know. It's it's weird because it's like, if they're making it and I expect it, like, because the whole team just carried over and made the game. And if you tell me that's what happened, then yeah, I expect the game to be good because all the other ones weren't bad. Like, you know what I mean? It's a natural progression. As where God of War is a difference, just because I don't feel like a lot of people expected anything. In my boat, I'm did expect that game to be good just because knowing some people who worked on the game to just the way Sony is just funding every studio they care about to the moon to make sure they make whatever they want to do. They're doing it with Gorilla, they're doing it with Naughty Dog, and they're doing it with Santa Monica Studios. So I wasn't surprised by how well it came out. Execution is something that is always like hit or miss, and I don't want to take away from them executing the game really well. It's just they had all the tools there to make this masterpiece is all I'm saying. So that's the only reason I'm not, I'm not as surprised. Okay. What do you think, Ross? Um, yeah, I think I think I was I think I was surprised at how good God of War was, but I don't think I was surprised that it was amazing because I know the work that Corey Barlog has done. So I overall I don't think for me, I don't think God of War wins this category. And I think the fact that Darksiders 3 exists, I think, is way more impressive um, in terms of just this category itself. Okay. So, are we going to give Darksiders the win here? I think I would, personally. I would I would be okay with that. What do you think, Nat? Are you willing to give Darksiders the win here? I mean, I'm fine with that, but are we giving Hitman the runner-up? That's what we got to figure out now. So which Look, game is the runner-up? So my thing is the same reason 
Hitman is surprising because not only did they separate from Square in the middle of this and from having a flop that everyone hated that I didn't think actually was that bad of a game to turning it around and making such just like a creative game, I like hats off to them. Wait, you think the first Hitman's a flop? I mean, I mean, peep, like it was a flop just in the release of it and not like the actual gameplay. No, I feel like Hitman was actually pretty successful. Square Enix is notorious for having unreasonable expectations for their games. Well, yeah. that's what I'm sense. saying. I'm saying from them going from that and then making it better despite lacking the funding and not only better but exceptionally better. I was like I was surprised by how well that game played and like the way they refined it and everything. But you know. See, the, like the the only thing that stops me. And it's not to take away from Hitman. Like, I understand mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying. But applying some of that same logic to God of War and just expanding on that. Not only was this, you know, this was years after. This was this was the return of Corey to the God of War team. Uh, this was, you know, Santa Monica. The last, you know, big game they released was God of War Ascension. And barely anybody remembers it even existed. So, like, this was like make or break for God of War. I, you know, and I feel like, honestly, if this game hadn't been successful, we wouldn't be looking at a sequel in the future. But, like, this game changed everything that we knew about God of War. And that that's my logic for, like, wanting it up here is just, like, this changed God of War forever. It took God of War from a tentpole franchise and then just said, no, 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 we're not just a tentpole. We could, we're arguably the franchise. Like, Kratos could be the face of PlayStation right now. He, he is the Master Chief or the Mario. I think he surpassed Nathan Drake in regards to that, just with how, like, incredible this game was in terms of, like... And I, I, like, I'm not trying to say, like, the mascot makes the category, but I'm just trying to make that point that, like, they turned God of War into something. It's not just an action game anymore. And whereas Hitman 2 is more and better Hitman... It's still, like, it's the same team working on the same game. Like, you expected Hitman 2 to be more of what made Hitman 1 good, but but better. I didn't expect God of War to change everything and still end up being such a better game. So, these are two different arguments. One is regarding the, like, the logistics behind the game, and the other is the game itself. So, I don't know how we want to balance that. Like, the winner of this category is about the logistics and the fact that it was even made. So oh, I think I think it I think that one's twofold. It's the fact that it was made and the fact that it was good. Yeah. If it were bad, I wouldn't have voted for it. Yeah. Like what good is a game being released if it sucks, you know? It's like well, you did you shouldn't have bothered if the game is bad. But Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I I'm just trying to express my opinion on this cuz like when I came into this, honestly, I was expecting God of War to potentially win. Yeah, I think in my mind God of War was never going to win, to be honest, because Again, just the team behind it. It wasn't a surprise that it was it was fantastic. Same here. Like just like you like if you just look any deeper than actually playing the game, you could see that all like that's my point is everything that was there was there to but, enable this game to be good. But but that same logic can be applied to Hitman. So then because it's the same it's the exact same team. I as mean Hitman won. Yes, but Hitman One was welcome to mixed reviews. Hitman like I'm not one, saying it wasn't. See, they didn't that's play where I'm great. Sure you're wrong. Hitman One won Game of the Year awards. I mean, after the debacle of the release being terrible and like, I see, like I I don't remember ever hearing that though. I remember Hitman One. Being I mean, pretty successful. Somebody could tell me if I'm wrong. Like Ross, do you I, remember, I just don't remember hearing that. what I'm talking about? Because they were remember, releasing them episodic. And people were like really upset. Yeah, upset I, about I, that. I remember the backlash to the transition to episodic, but I thought I remember once the game was released that it, it came out to a pretty positive reception yeah, from what pe- I can once, remember. Once the game actually came out and people saw that it was actually good, Hitman did very well. I like that that's that's the thing, is like I think you're I think you're misremembering the launch, like the the actual Hitman being playable portion of it. That game was really good. And I feel like Hitman 2 is just more of that game, but in a cohesive story format instead of episodic. 
But I mean, like the story for Hitman Two isn't the shining point at all. I'm just saying, like it's like the transition from a house, like most of Hitman uh, One's story levels are like centrally, like mostly centered around a house, and it's where Two is a breathing world in most situations that like that moves around and it's it's just interesting I, i'm fine with I, giving I, I it to mean, god I, for, but. I, I just don't agree with your assessment of hitman one that's my biggest issue with this one is like i just don't agree with what you're saying about the first hitman i can believe in every way that hitman 2 is a better game than one but i just think you're misremembering hitman one i think hitman one had very diverse environments it had diverse objectives it was a hell of a lot of fun to watch well, to I, play I, agree with that but what i'm saying is the scale and scope of what they did from one to two is like amazing is in my opinion though i mean well most of the stages in hitman one are centered around like essentially mansions or museums and stuff as where in two like it's like all the maps are like four times the size of every single one and like it's just cool i don't know so it's like if like especially like uh the map where you're in india that map is like the size of the museum in the first level times four easily and then like characters have their own past that move around and you have to interact with certain characters and do different other stuff i just think it's impressive i don't know i mean it just sounds like hitman one <laughs> like I, I i don't know i and i'm saying yes but on a bigger scale yeah it's like you're saying like that like that single whopper looks like a is just sounds like uh I mean like that double whopper just looks like a single whopper. I'm like yeah, that's man, two patties cool. though. Yeah, but I'm not talking about the double whopper. I'm talking about like the quarter pounder and then now they're making it fresh. That's God of War. <laughs> nah, We're gonna use burger once analogies. Said, <laughs> once you said McDonald's, bro. Like, no, they cook that McDonald's. fresh now. <laughs> yeah. Made to order. All right. My vote would be for God of War. Nat's vote would be for Hitman. Ross, where are you? I thought we said we weren't going to do this anymore. No, I know, but like, <laughs> no, we're, I know, we're not, I know, we're not I doing know. the tiebreaker, but we need your input for yeah, this. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I don't know enough about Hitman to. I'm. This is the category where I've been most indifferent as to who gets the runner-up spot. <laughs> Yeah, I know that, that that this came down to a battle for runner-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I, I have, I, I am familiar with God of War. I have played God of War. I the other, the other alternative is we all agreed on a winner. We can just say we had a tie for runner-up, and we just don't pick one. I mean, but I said already, like before, we, I kept talking about it. I agree that we could give this to God of War. I was just explaining why I think Hitman should. Like not alone, not only win, but you know, I thought it deserved the winner up. But I'm fine with it not winning either. I mean, I'm fine. We could just throw a tie on it. We have two runner ups. This is our website. We can do it. It's a long. It's a long category. It's two runner ups now. Guess what? You got it, Nat. You're a winner. I mean, I wasn't fighting to be a winner. You're a winner, Harry. (laughs) I just was trying to make the conversation. I'm just saying. You get it. I want your pity party, bitch. Shut up and take it. It's my website. I'll do what I want. Best in-game moment. Spoilers ahead. Yep. 100%. Alright. I'm going to break this down as quickly as I can. Anybody who listened to our spoiler cast for God of War is going to know this first moment. Uh, uh, Again, spoilers. Kratos gets the Blades of Chaos. His son is sick. He His weapon doesn't work in Helheim. And he needs to go and get the cure. And so Kratos goes back to his house. He confronts Athena, like a spirit of Athena. He goes in, that pounding, like that, that music, man. Oh, it's so good. He unwraps his wrists, puts the blades on, and just... Old God of War is back with the new Kratos. And just this that moment, I still, I still just... Remember when she questions him as being a father and he's just like so beyond her at this point. And he just like looks up and it's just like, you're not worth it. And then just goes and like fucking, ah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. 
Um, Last Stand of the Gunslinger from Destiny 2 uh, is the... And, and the preceding events. It's basically the events of Cade's death in the beginning of Destiny 2 Forsaken. Um, it was really good. It was really good. They, they like Cade had a really good final run. He had a really good final cutscene. And I'll tell you what, I miss Cade. I miss Cade every day. Every time I go into a strike and I hear him talking, I'm like, I miss Cade. That was, that was a powerful death. It did yep. its job. Ross is going to spoil Spider-Man for us next. Yep. Um, so, just set the stage. Um, a lot of the game you're chasing after um, this thing called Devil's Breath. Um, and it ends up being this virus um, that's released in uh, Times Square. And it begins infecting people. And people are becoming very sick and dying. Um, and Aunt May is one of those people. Um so after the climactic battle um, with Dr. Octopus literally hanging off the side of a building and fighting him, um, and you get an emotional gut punch because he reveals that he knew who Spider-Man was the whole time he knew it was Peter, who the whole game is Peter is his research assistant. They're very, very close. Um, so Peter is taken aback that he's known this whole time and has been attacking him. Um, so there's an emotional gut punch there and then um, he f fights Oct Dr. Octopus gets a, a limited vial of the antidote for this uh, mass virus so um, he goes back um, finds Aunt May dying in bed um, and he has, he has the antidote and Mary Jane's in the room and it comes down to he can use the antidote to save Aunt May or to use it for the greater good. And you see the facial capture in that game is just absolutely phenomenal. You literally see Peter Parker go through every emotion from fear to anger to sadness. He paces back and forth in the room trying to figure out what to do. He's in a Spider-Man suit without the mask. Um, and and you see him almost plug it into the IV and then he stops and then he just breaks down and he watches Aunt May die. And that's how that game ends. Like that's the there, end of the game. Like there's a little more, there's, there's like, a, there's a little more after, but like, that's really like the final thing in that game. All right. That's pretty good. Um, and May has been built up this entire time as an incredibly likable character. Like she's, she's older, but she helps run um, a homeless shelter. Um, she becomes like the head of the director of it and is like helping in the kitchen, make meals for all these homeless people. And she's built up as a more empathetic character than she usually even is in comics or movies. And so you grow to like her a lot. And so it's not only a gut punch for Peter, but it's a gut punch for you because like... Peter gets kicked out of his apartment in that game. And so he's trying to find a place to stay. He doesn't want to stay with Mary Jane because they've been broken up for about six months and he thought it would be awkward. And um, he calls Aunt May and May goes, of, of course, You're, you can come sleep. I have, I have a couch in my office while I'm working. Just come here. D don't even, why are you even thinking about that? And just the fact that she's so likable and then it just ends was, and the acting was phenomenal from both um, Laura Bailey and Yuri Lowenthal in that moment. It's really good. So that's that moment. Damn. Um, this next moment's definitely not going to win. Um, this is, this is a weird one because from Battlefield 5, but, um, the first time I played a medic in Battlefield 5, it, it, I thought it was worth putting on here because it's, it's funny, but it's not. But the first time I played Battlefield 5 as a medic, everybody spawns on my team and a plane flies overhead and drops a bomb on our spawn. And I just see the screen light up with medic alerts. Half my team went down. More than half my team, like 20 players are on the ground. 
and I'm just frantically sprinting. There's like gunfire and stuff. I hear the planes overhead and I'm just trying to get the people up. And it's not like old Battlefield where you just poke them with the needle and they get up. You have to pick them up. So like I'm looking and I'm picking these people up and I'm watching and the timers tick down, tick down. I got three people. I got three people. And granted, there's respawns, obviously. It's Battlefield. But I was like, holy shit, being a medic, man. I, like, for a second, I thought about, like, oh my god, could you imagine this happening in real life? I could never do this. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was a rare moment where the video game, like, was almost, like, too real. You know? And it was like, ah, this is too much. Being a mm-hmm. medic is hard. <laughs> Yeah. Now, Medic is my favorite class because, like, I didn't expect Battlefield 5. As I say many times, I didn't expect to feel things when playing Battlefield 5. So, it's not going to win, but that was... That was a hell of a thing to see. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that, uh, I think I know what this means now. Based mm-hmm. on our conversation yesterday, but go ahead with, uh... I know you put this one down. Yeah, uh... It was finding out Arthur Morgan has tuberculosis in Red Dead. And, yeah, just the transformation of his character from, like, when you, like, once you realize when it is, the way it makes you want to go back and play the game over and see if you can change anything and if you're forced into it and everything. I mean, eventually, if you find the cure, you do, but, like, just how gut-wrenching it is it's like they make arthur morgan either really likable like they make him really likable no matter what like if you make him a bad guy or a good guy he has like a very human side to all of his issues and the tuberculosis thing is just like you were trying to get better you were trying to just make it so you could live a normal life and it's just like blam you're just like you're gonna die no matter what And it's, it's, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but yeah, you get tuberculosis and if you don't do something, you die. And it's pretty sad and gut-wrenching. Probably not as sad as uh, Aunt May, but this character you put so much time into and they really emphasize you building these relationships with these people. And then you go to your camp and you realize everybody else has tuberculosis and you're all going to die. Oh, shit. Long story short. Yeah. And it's really sad. Sounds like it. All right. That was my moment. I'm taking off last stand of the gunslinger. I don't think, I don't think Cade. Uh, yeah. Does quite enough. Okay. We gotta knock one of these off. I mean, I haven't played either of these, but your story, your your guys' descriptions were good, so I'm okay with knocking off Red Dead. Just because it's a, it's not as concise in a moment. It's a moment that spans longer, so I can see how that's like. All right, so I, I, I need to hear cool. from Ross then, because he has seen both of these moments firsthand. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, I think, Chris, I know you're not a huge fan of like an, anything past the swinging in Spider-Man. <laughs> and... I'm going to try um, it again at some point. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. No, I, I just think there were other games I wanted to play at the time, and it just kind of pushed me away. I'm going to yeah. give it another shot um, at some point. And I, I, and I feel like everywhere this year, Spider-Man is getting snubbed. And I think it came out in a rough year. I think if it came out in a different year, it would have done a lot better at the end of the year. Um, and that moment was fantastic. But the moment of the reveal of the Blades Chaos without knowing that it was coming, um, even as not the biggest uh, f- like God of War fan in the world, like I, I liked a couple of games in the series, but even if you aren't a fan of the franchise, that moment is a moment that kind of just gives you chills. And I, I got emotional, honestly. Like, it was... That was intense watching that mm. whole thing play out that that boat ride where you're just kind of drifting and Athena pops up and she's just questioning you and she's just telling you, you know, you're not good enough. You know, you know, all you do is kill. You can't save. You can't be a father. 
you know, and Kratos just like in silent defiance. Uh, Christian's excited. Yeah. <laughs> he got it. Way to ruin the moment. <laughs> Pretty sure he's leaguing hard right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Man, somebody needs to go sit down and watch some Kratos Blades of Chaos. <laughs> that shut him up. No, I'm kidding. I think um, he even likes that game, actually. He got the, like, okay. with the other side I freelance for, I put him to help. Like, cause I don't do anything for them anymore. They were asking me stuff, and he went to the press event for that game. Nice. And yeah, he played through a big chunk of it there, and he said he really liked it. So you know. yeah, yeah. I, and there's a moment I think it's right before, like right after he grabs the blades and is about to walk outside, and Athena says something along the lines of "You're nothing but a monster," and he goes, "I'm your monster no longer," or something yeah. like that, and then just walks through her and she and disappears. Then- and then you blade of chaos everything, and it's yeah. so good. It's just like I think there was lightning night, uh, or thunder maybe. or something. I don't. Re- I just remember like the sky was like fire red, yeah, and it, was, yeah. it was just like this perfect setting. You come through the door, these monsters spawn, and the combos. It's just it's you're playing old God of War again. It's just so natural and it flows. In, in exactly the way... Like, that's the most amazing part, almost, is, like, after all of that, they capture the essence of playing God of War again. Of the original mm-hmm. God of Wars. And, like, the blades feel so good. Yeah. No, I I think God of War wins this category. I'm gonna be honest with you, Ross. I, I, I would not have... Would not have fought you on that Aunt May scene, but I agree mm. that God of War, that yeah. Oh, yeah. that's the it, thing I think about when I think of that game. That's the one thing that always stands out to me. Yeah, they both moments gave me chills and gave me goosebumps, but the God of War one had a history behind it, which kind of eked it out for me. So Man, that that game is just something else. Okay, right. next up. Now you want to break down this category for us? Here's, here is my hill to die mm. on. Best new IP. <laughs> A Way Out, Octopath Traveler, Marvel Spider-Man, Detroit Become Human, Dead Cells, Into the Breach, and Wreckfest. I, uh, I feel I like I know where Ross is going with, with this one. Uh, two oh. of these. Okay. Please, enlighten. Um, Octopath Traveler is technically not a new IP. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. That is. Is it? Yes. Yeah, it's not in the same universe or anything as Lost Sphere or. Okay. I, I mean, that's the. I didn't say my thing were valid. I just said I had a problem with them. Yeah. No. Octopath is a new. Idea. Is there going to be another Spider-Man? I mean, I haven't beat it, but yeah, like, you know. Yeah. There's there's going to be another one. We're yeah okay, we're counting okay. this as an isolated new okay, Spider-Man yeah. franchise. Yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm just making sure. That's why oh, I said a problem and yeah. not I want to eliminate. You know I had I, mean? I had a feeling those were the two you were going to talk about. <laughs> I mean everything else on here, like I either haven't played or is undisputedly a new IP. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna take out a way out. Yeah. Because it was fine. There's probably never gonna be another one either. No. no. We could probably take out Wreckfest, even though that's a really fun racing game. You know, they just got bought by THQ Nordic. Bugbear. Mm. I think we talked about that in the podcast, Ross. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, good for them. That's a really fun game, but uh, probably not the best new IP. Did any of us actually play Detroit Become Human? I played a little bit of it. I really want to get that game, but so many games were out when I was trying to get that game. And I banned myself from buying new games when that game came, came out because I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm going to get Red Dead and I still haven't beat the uh, fucking Yakuza 6 yet, so I'm like... Yeah, I'm waiting for next dude. year when it inevitably hits PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that game. I'm, I'm probably gonna buy it once I get through the chunk of games I need to get through. Mm, yeah. But that's on my list. I've heard great things about that game. Yeah, I didn't hear enough I just that want to go out and buy it. Mm-hmm. I've heard people I heard enough who, that it deserves to be on the list, but... I've heard people who don't like video games ask me about that video game because somebody they know was playing it or something and that was like impressive what about dead cells and into the breach i don't think either of those are going to have sequels per se so maybe we could eliminate those technicalities that that would be a franchise this is just strictly based on this game 
Okay. I, 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 but I think I would I, take I, out dead cells. I would also I would probably take out dead cells. Take out dead cells. And I would probably also take out Into the Breach, honestly. Because, like, it is an excellent game. Maybe not the best new IP, but it's definitely a competitive game in other categories. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like this goes Spider-Man, Spider-Man Octopath. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my money's on Spider-Man because I don't like Octopath, but, you know. Yeah, All right. Well, yeah. that was easy. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Like, I almost fought for Spider-Man for uh, Biggest Surprise because I didn't, especially after E3, I didn't think that game was going to be good. Hmm. And, th- and then it was really good. So, there you go. Spider-Man, I did it. I did a thing for you. <laughs> I, I feel I feel justified. Not okay. shut out at half-gen. Not shut out at half-gen like the All Game right. Awards. Nat, can you go over the nominees for Best Sequel slash Prequel? Why are we going over these stuff that I, that I didn't nominate? Huh? <laughs> I said, why are we going over this stuff where I didn't nominate, no, man? I got no horse in the I actually did nominate some stuff. In this. No, you're, you're just, I'm, joking. I'm just joking. I'm joking. Yo, man. I'm joking. There's no time for jokes. It's time for the best sequel and prequel. <laughs> nah, man. Um, best sequel, prequel, you know, uh, chapter, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Uh, God of War is up first. And then you know you got Vermintide two, Far Cry five, State of Decay two, which I really wish I played. Um, Dark Siders three, Valkyria Chronicles four, uh, Super Mario Smash Brothers Ultimate. Super Mario Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> yes, it's my favorite version. It's the special edition. You wouldn't understand. That's a super, super Smash Bros. Ultimate. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2, Nino Kuni 2. All right. And some um, longer title I can't remember. So let's get rid of Vermintide. Let's get rid of yep. Far Cry. Let's get rid of Nino Kuni. Because I feel yeah. like they're not going to win. We can... I mean, probably not. Uh, we could also throw State of Decay in there. Yeah, it's probably not going to win either. It's a really good game, though. Darksiders three is not going to win either. As much as it was a surprise, it is not. It is not going. It is not better than the other games listed on this. And hey, Chris, I really love you, but Valkyria Chronicles has to go as well. I know. And now the hard part. Um, And okay, so I'm going to take the bullet here. You want to pick? A, take, you want to pick a winner wait, and two runner-ups? Wait, 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 let Nat let Nat <laughs> okay. say his piece. Oh, I thought I put Smash on here. That's what I was gonna say. Oh. I'm down to take Smash off if that's cool. Yeah, wow. if this if this Smash would have been directly after Brawl, I would have said yeah, Smash would probably win. Yeah, but Smash Four was good. Um, and God of War. God of no, God of War definitely wins. It was yes. just this was deciding runner up. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm I mean, just because like I think Red Dead well, is great, but I'm definitely going to be the only one arguing it. So you know, I I would I, like I would definitely hear your argument, but God of War is real good. <laughs> All right, yeah, that I was a lot I, easier than I thought it would be. Actually, I mean, <laughs> um, oh man, okay. IEC the past three episodes of this podcast while we. Have, you know, played a dick flute solo on God of War. Wow! <laughs> hey man. Uh, that's not a bad thing. Hey it's like it's a good game. Hey man, you know what? When good games are good, you recognize good games for being good. Oh man, maybe they deserve it. Uh, I'm I, not saying it I was undeserved. I will tell you in them. the next category, God of War will probably not win. Um, I'm going to agree. Yeah, God of Best Music is the next category. We have the nominees: God of War, mm-hmm. Far Cry Five, BattleTech. Octopath Traveler, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Final Fantasy 15 PC. I count it. I count it. Um, um, I'm going to take off Final Fantasy 15 PC. I knew you were going to do that, and I hate you for it, but that's okay. Yep. It's still yep. got really good music, and I can live with it. I haven't played Battletech, so I can't speak I'm also taking off God of War, Far Cry 5. Battletech has some really good music mixed in with some really just their music. And I put the Red Dead on there, but you could take Red Dead off. It's like the situational stuff is really good, but like there's no music on there I would just listen to on my iPod. So Can I mean, we narrow this iPhone, down so to Smash and Destiny 2? Would that be fair? 
I was gonna say Octopath Traveler is really yeah. good as well. Yeah, so like, I, I actually Traveler. could say Octopath Traveler could win this. Smash is really good, but you okay. might want to take Smash out of it because I, it's I, just I wasn't songs sure if we were gonna games. leave Smash because it had all the music and all that stuff. But Destiny Two deserves to be a top two. I'm going to fight for that. I concessions will be made later, but the music in Forsaken is excellent. It's good. I I disagree. I disagree that it's top two. I think it's three. I think it's the I number, think it's number three. three. I like the music in Destiny. I think Bungie has great music, but it's really hard Matt, to beat. Have you heard the music in Destiny too? I have heard Forsaken. the music in Destiny too. I think Forsaken. that's one of the Forsaken best parts. Forsaken has its own of, soundtrack. Yes, I'm saying the, generally in the music of like Destiny, I like I think the sound of all Bungie games tend to be superb. I just really don't like that. I don't like Destiny too, but that is independent of it having good music. Yeah, I, I personally, I think I would for vote me, for Destiny Two over Smash. I just think it's hard to beat the class, the, the, like the class of music, uh, Smash has because it's a accumulation of all these. Off. You just said no. I'm saying it. it loses to Octopath Traveler. That's is fine, what I was but saying. I, I would vote Destiny Two over Smash. That's what I, I'm I saying. I would not. I, I would. Ten times out of ten, I would. My, my top two are Octopath wins, and then Smash Brothers is second. Like, I'll make concessions really wish for I... Octopath, but Destiny 2 should be up there. Destiny 2 Forsaken I... deserves it. I disagree. I've played a lot more of it than you have. I've heard a lot more music than you have. It is excellent. I, I played through all of Forsaken. I've played more than that. Okay. There's a lot more music that you haven't heard. Okay. I mean, but it's, it's like... It's real good. I, I I still think that the music... In I Smash mean, Smash is... Bros. Ultimate Music is the same music that was in Smash Bros. Wii U, except for a few new characters, a few new stages. It's the same music that we've I had mean, all the time. I mean, it's, it's the, the music Hyrule from theme. all of these iconic games. And yeah, then it's all the music... 900 songs of, like, the most iconic yeah, And then all the, the music for yeah, the single-player mode or so. When you're just borrowing music from all these other games, yeah, that's great. But we're talking about a game that has an excellent soundtrack. And by that logic, then Smash Bros. should be the winner. If we're just going to say it has all the great music from all these other games, I then think Smash it deserves, Bros. should win. But I think... I think that's what disqualifies it from winning, but it still needs to be acknowledged yeah, from this, having this, this. We can acknowledge it in third place. Destiny 2 is a complete... Forsaken is a completely original soundtrack of excellent music. Well, this isn't best original soundtrack. It's best music. It's best, best music, original soundtrack, but that's, that's, a different, of, that's a different argument. Yeah. It's not, but I we're just talking music. Point. This is both in one. This is just music. We don't have a soundtrack one. This is music. Destiny 2 Forsaken, its soundtrack is excellent. That's its music. Yeah, I get that, and I think that Smash Brothers has better music. And I, I don't like want this to be. Music a lot. I don't want this to set a precedent of Destiny versus no, no, Smash and it's not. No, and it's not that. And I, I like Destiny two a lot, and I haven't played as much, but I played through the campaign. I played multiplayer. I played a lot of stuff. And I liked the music. None of it stuck with me. I'm not gonna, but I'm not just gonna let Smash Bros. go in because it has old, just because it has Zelda music in it. That doesn't. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying all the music that is new to the game is also superb. It's just it that, also gets a leg up from having. You only. literally just said to knock it off the list. You literally just. Said I to said take it, it off shouldn't win. No, no, I said it, no, shouldn't, said it shouldn't win, win the category. That's what he said. Well, I, I understood him as saying, you know, we can get rid of no. Smash. That's what no, I thought I'm, he said. I'm telling you that's not what I said. I was saying it shouldn't win the whole category because technically it has music from older games. And at that same point, even though I don't like Octopath Traveler as much as I want to, the music like gets stuck in my head from that game. It's like insane. It like burrows its way into your head. Then the different like music changes per monsters you're battling and stuff. That might be Octopath. my favorite part of that I'm game. I'm not debating about Octopath. Mm -hmm. I'm just debating the fact that Destiny 2 does have excellent music. And like I'm not like I don't think it's fair to Whatever. It's a losing battle. I think Destiny has great music. I just don't think it's better. I don't than think Smash. you listen to it. 
Like, I just feel like this is a, like, this is just a ridiculous situation where I'm like, I'm the only person who cares. <laughs> I mean, but that's the problem I, with I, the panel, you know? What I, I know, mean? I get it, but it's just like, it's just, this, this, this just bothers me with the Destiny stuff. It's just because, like, we have one person who blatantly doesn't like Destiny and then one person who is just, like, Smash is the best. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's I mean, not even no, that. I, I just genuinely think that it's not like I'm trying to go against Destiny. Again, I've put a lot of time I... into Destiny. I haven't had put as much time as you. I've put a lot of time into Destiny. And the music for Forsaken that I listened to throughout my time playing a fair amount of the campaign and multiplayer and running around the worlds just didn't stick with me. And all I'm saying is like, if I really had something out against destiny, I wouldn't want, I'd make sure it doesn't win like any runner ups or anything. I'm not even saying that. All I'm saying is like, Hey, I don't like destiny, but I do like the music. I'm giving it as much credit as I can. And what I'm saying is, Hey, it's cool. But if you're asking me which ones I'd like better, I do like Smash and Octopath Traveler better. Because well, I'm saying this is a frankly, losing battle okay, both ways because so I don't like I Octopath Travelers again. By, by, the logic, by, the, by the arguments that have been put forth, Smash should win this category. I mean, that's cool, but then it's still 2-1 the other way. It's where me and Ross yeah. both thinks Octopath Traveler should win. I, I, think Octopath's, I think Octopath's original soundtrack goes above and beyond in a way that does surpass the kind of compilation uh, aspect of Smash's greatest hits. I think Octopath Traveler's soundtrack is that good. But I think Destiny's soundtrack agree with is that. that good. Yeah, and I find Destiny's soundtrack very good, but from my experience with Forsaken, pretty standard. And again, when it comes to music, it comes down to personal taste. <laughs> so that's another wrench. I mean, we shouldn't have any silence here, especially while talking about the musical notes of video games. But you know. So I mean, if this is if this is your your hill to die on, Chris, like it's not I'm a not hill gonna... to die on. I'm just asking for a fair shot. There's I mean, like, but there's... it is a fair I, shot. I literally, and... I literally play Forsake. Like, I, like I don't know how much fairer of a shot. But what you I'm want saying is, is you're using the original soundtrack. You're saying the original music in Octopath Traveler is great. And the original music in Forsaken is great. But, like, we're putting Smash Bros. because it's nostalgic above that just because it's nostalgic. But, like, so the same reason you're arguing for that, I can argue for Red Dead. And Red Dead is situational music. And the reason I didn't nominate it is because all the music is very situational. And the music picks up depends on what you're doing and what you're getting into. And I like Red Dead. I just feel like... The music as per songs in Octopath Traveler, just put it in another category. And I do think Destiny's music is better than Red Dead's as like just the like capsule of music. Like the music stands better on its own. I'm not saying Destiny's like, two music for, for like for Forsaken is bad. Well, though with the game itself, like when you run the raid, like the the way the music is utilized in that game to set the moment is excellent. And it's like, understanding you've played Forsaken, but like you've only heard like half the soundtrack in, especially in context. Like when you play that game, like the same way that Octopath is good, you know, in the game, Destiny 2 Forsaken is good in the game. We're talking about music, you know, Smash Bros is just background music. It's good music, but it's inconsequential to the gameplay experience. Destiny 2's music enhances the gameplay experience when you're fighting that grand boss it's like the end of halo you know what is that scene if you don't have that iconic music going with it it's still I a mean, great scene but it's amplified by that music and that's what makes it next level destiny I 2 mean, has those moments with its soundtrack the same for god of war i'm assuming BattleTech, no. um red dead Battle, and most of Final Battletech's Fantasy. music. Battletech has good music, but most of it's English. I said I'm assuming Battletech just because the way you're speaking about it. But, I mean, like, that's what you aim to do with games. And what I'm saying is in Smash, the story mode, the music isn't as catered, but it is to, like, cap of 
this beautiful symphony that comes to that's mixed in with the compilation of all of your favorite hits. Yeah, I just in in the context of Smash though, it's stage music, you know. You wouldn't vote for I mean, Street but, Fighter music, you know, just because like you like this I certain mean, stage. I would, I would vote for Street Fighter music because like it depends on which one. Like you're talking Destiny about Turbo Two, 3, Turbo more, Three has great Destiny music. Destiny Two soundtrack does more for Destiny Two. It's a turbo. In amplifying oh, its experience, than I feel like Smash Bros does for Smash Bros. Just being background music. I mean, but are, like that's the thing. Are we talking about the music? We're talking doing, about the music. Are we talking about the music just by itself? Or are we talking about what the music does for the game? Well, it's. And, and I mean, if it's if because by not, that argument, we're if we're doing that argument, album. I think Red Dead should win. We're not talking about best album. We're talking about the music, the quality of the music, and the music for the game. Yeah, then it, I think this category might be named wrong. Are we talking about audio design and the music in the context? Because in that sense, I that, feel like Red Dead should win. I, but I, I eliminated Red Dead immediately because I said, "Hey, just music-wise, like something not, I can listen to, like on my about iPhone." Just music that you're gonna, yeah. We're not just talking about music you're gonna listen to on your iPhone. Then I think Red I feel Dead like Octopath be. is up there because of the context of the music. If I'm understanding that correctly, I'm saying it is context and it's music you can listen to on your like to go like like if the like music talking, stands like on Final its Fantasy own. Fantasy game, you like the battle theme and you don't get tired of hearing it a thousand times. You know, like the the you know like the battle theme in a Final Fantasy, or the boss theme in a like a Persona. You know, like Rivers in the Desert. You know, like you never get tired of hearing that. That makes that those boss fights better. That music amplifies that boss fight. Where context is a part of this, and that's why I, yeah. I'm fighting so hard for Destiny Two because like there are but, those moments where the music is absolutely amplifying the scene. And, and you said, and you're saying like Smash music, it's just stage music, right? It because that's what the gameplay is in Smash. Like that's that's what that game is. You're fighting on stages. You are fighting individual battles. Like that's the context of the music. But the music doesn't. If you turn the music off, those battles are still fine. Like the the Zelda theme doesn't make that battle better. It's just like ah, Zelda theme, ha. I disagree, fight. but you know. Yeah, I, I disagree with that, actually. I think the music in the background of the stages makes it... I, don't, I think it makes it feel more... If you turn the music off in Smash Bros., Smash Bros. is still fun. If you turn the music off in Destiny, it's fucking weird. It's just it's eerily still, quiet. It, well, then I say... I think that says more about Destiny's gameplay than it does the That has nothing to do with music. gameplay. Uh, the, uh, like, I could turn the music off in Destiny and play it, and I think it's fine. Like... I don't think I don't I disagree with that argument. Like, yeah, I don't know. At this point, from what I I think, Forsaken had good music. For me, nothing really stood out. And I think with you describing like how it works with bosses and stuff, like I think that sounds the way you framed it, like getting to the boss and having the music kick in, that sounds more like a, a best in-game moment to me personally. No, it's no different than the music being good in Octopath Traveler. When you get in a boss fight and you have good music, that amplifies it. It's the same thing with Octopath. It's the same thing like last year with Persona. Didn't Perso Did Persona win last year? I think we gave it to Persona for the same reasons. I'm saying contextually, the music in Destiny 2 is more meaningful. And I think the music yeah. itself stand on, stands on its own as good music. Like, last year, Persona was nominated, like, three times. And we gave it to I'm not, I'm not, a specific track. In, like, we didn't... I don't think we gave... We didn't give I think last track, year, but that was different, like, how we had this set up last year. Because we had a lot of different It's not a fair stuff. comparison, then. But I'm just saying when we gave it to, regardless, whatever, it's not going to win. So, I'm just trying to get some acknowledgement here instead of like. I mean, I said it's, it's a three. It's like for me, it's just not two. Yeah, I, I mean, I've said several times, I think it's good music. I don't, I, it just didn't stand out and none of it stood out to me really. And like, that's, that's what I've said. So, 
I'm acknowledging it has good music, but I just it, it didn't it's, do anything I've, for me personally. And like if I needed to play another hundred hours to get to the rest of the music, like that's, that's on that's, me, that's, I guess. That's that's not. If I needed whatever. to play another, sort it how you need to sort it. <laughs> So, what wins? Octopath Traveler. All right. So, Octopath is our winner for best music. And the runner-up is Smash Bros. And I think that was, like, good. Are we going to wrap this up here and leave these last three? I feel like capping, like, you know, most important topics for the last issue of this. Well, I guess... I don't know. Episode, chapter, listening, experience, extravaganza, palooza. Yeah, we're right yeah. around that right around that hour mark. So Yeah, we can call yeah. it there. Cool. Okay. Alright, well, that does it for the third episode of Game of the Year. Next one should theoretically be the last one. I so... feel like on um, let me see, is there a Destiny versus Smash Bros coming up. I'm just gonna take it out. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. <laughs> at this point, I'm seriously considering just removing it from the remaining categories. No, like uh, I mean. Anyway, that's gonna do it for this episode. The next one should be the last one because we really only have three. Actual I mean, the next one is definitely gonna be like an then, hour long. Well, we only have three categories up for debate, and then the mm-hmm. other two are just kind of fun categories. So mm-hmm. yeah. We will take care of that the next time we meet. Gentlemen, it's been an honor. And uh, right. we'll catch you on the next one. Well, all right, guys. Nice speaking to you. Yep. And thank you guys for listening and all of that jazz. All that jazz. Talk to you soon. All that jazz. Later, guys.